0: Uh, As we get closer to Sunday, Nick, do you think Joe Burrow deserves to be in the same conversation with Mahomes and Allen?
1: You know, it's so funny because he never gets brought up with those guys.
0: He did last year, but not so much this year, I feel like. Well,
1: he did at the end of the year because what was happening last year was that Mahomes and Allen were sort of on this island of these are the two top dogs, much like they, they still are this year. And then because last year remember it was Brady and Rodgers were still playing great football so you had like these old the old guard and then you had the new up and comers even though Mahomes already had a title but they were still thought of as as being the young kids. And then Burrow was on this different level with Justin Herbert right of being the guys who are just entering the league and on this ascension and to, you know just getting started in their NFL careers. Nobody saw it I I try to remind myself of this all the time. Nobody saw that coming from the Bengals in the postseason. Mm-hmm. They went white hot at the end of the regular season just to win their division. Like they were not thought of as a Super Bowl contender at this point last year. They got they got scorching hot at the end of the regular season. They end up winning the AFC North, and then they go on that incredible run through the AFC playoffs. So that was really the only point by the end of the year when we started talking about Joe Burrow being one of these dudes. But statistically, you know, he had a few more interceptions than than some of the elite quarterbacks. And he got sacked so much. And you started to wonder, okay, is his offensive line just bad? Or does he hold on to the ball too long? He wasn't thought of as being this can't-miss, unbelievable talent who can do everything. Because that's the other part of it. When you think about Mahomes and Allen, what do we always say? Like the physical gifts. Right. You both throw it a mile with Allen. It's his running ability with Mahomes. It's the creativity that he has throwing the ball. I don't really say that about Joe Burrow. <laughs> he's, not, he's not a great athlete. He doesn't make these crazy shovel passes, sidearm throws, no looks. He doesn't do any of that. He's just more of your typical old school. I'm just going to sit back here and process and dice you up and the deep ball, right? Like he throws a great deep ball, hitting Jamar chase, hitting T Higgins. He's just, it's more between the ears with him than it is all of the physical gifts, which I think is why he doesn't get brought up with those dudes. But at what point do we not value what he did in the postseason?
0: He's done more than Allen has. <laughs>
1: He beat you in the playoffs.
0: He's been to a Super Bowl.
1: Remember going into last year when it lined up? I think we talked about this on Monday. But remember going into the the beginning of the regular season last year? And you knew the Chiefs were going to play the Chargers. They were going to play the Bills. They were going to play the Titans. They were going to play the Ravens. And we thought, man, if the Chiefs beat all these teams again, it starts to get in their head. You're going to feel like the Chiefs own you, like we're never going to be able to beat them. And then what happened? All those teams... Beat him. Mm-hmm. They got that monkey off their back. The Bengals weren't in the conversation at that time, but even when they beat them early in the season, what did we say? Do it in the playoffs. Yep. Wait till we see in the postseason. Burrow did it in postseason. And now all of a sudden, even though like he's never going to have the numbers, because I don't think he cares about the numbers the way some other guys do. He'll, he'll take sacks. He's been sacked 33 times, Kayla. That's fourth in the NFL. Rough he'll and tumble take- dude. He does. And he just doesn't care. Like, and he'll and he'll throw maybe a few more picks because he's a bit of a a risk taker but he there's just something to be said for being a gamer like he knows how to win football games and i know like like he may never win mvp because he may never have the stats that some of these other guys do or at least the efficiency stats that some of these other guys do but i think i'm there with him really? i really do. i do because you're like he, we're never going to respect him from a talent point of view. And that's too bad. But at some point you have to respect the fact that he wins games and he wins big games. And if that doesn't matter, then like, what is the point of any of this? So like if winning isn't the ultimate testament to how good you are as a quarterback, then like, what, like, what are we actually talking about here when we're evaluating these guys? Do you not have him on that level quite yet? I don't.
0: And I hope I don't regret saying this.
1: <laughs> okay. So, so where I is would say I would say
0: get to a super bowl, but he's done that. So my next argument is win a Super Bowl and win MVP. Um but, I'm still but not Josh, ready to
1: board. But Josh Allen hasn't done any of that.
0: True. So That's why it's Patrick and everyone else. Okay,
1: so okay, okay. So that, there we go. So you have Patrick on his own tier,
0: followed by Josh Allen, followed by Burrow and the rest. I just I can't do it yet. I need to see more consistency over the next few seasons and I don't know more AFC championships and trips to the Super Bowl in order to put you in that category. But, like you said, Alan hasn't been there either. So but we know what Alan's capable of doing. Like you said, he's a playmaker. He browsles and dowses us on the field, whereas Joe Burrow is, yes again, more old school and doesn't do the the tricks that these other two do, yeah, that we like seeing. And that makes it more interesting.
1: You know what else? He's just cool, and you get style points in my. Opinion.
0: He's cool. Okay. Well, yes, he wins in the in the swagger category for sure. All right. Are we ready for our game predictions?
1: Let's do it. You want to go first or do it? Do you
0: okay. It doesn't matter. I, I'll go first, I guess. Okay. Um. Let's see here. I'm going because this has been a three point difference in both games last season. I'm going to go Chiefs 31, Bengals 28. I'm still coming out with a Chiefs win. <sighs> I'm just so nervous about the second half. Fair. We led. We led 2017 at the half on that game on January 2nd, got outscored 17-3 to three in the second. We led 21-10 to 10 on that game on the 30th and got outscored 17-3 to three in the second half and OT. We just got to show up in the second half. Moral of the story.
1: Yes. And one thing that has been really cool about this, this chief's defense is they have locked in in the second half. It's very clear that Steve Spagnuolo just says, Hey, we're going to, we're going to plan our heels a little bit. We're going to figure out what you're doing early on in the game. And then by the time we figure out your game plan, we lock in. I believe the chiefs have given up three second half touchdowns in their last four games. That is, that is really solid. But again, this is the best offense you're going to play all year long. All right. so. Uh, My prediction, I'm going to go, I'm going to, I'm going to stick with a close game like yourself. I'm going to say chiefs 27 Bengals 24. And I think my player of the game is going to be Carlos Dunlap in his homecoming to Cincinnati. Woo! His first time back in Cincy, the team he spent the first 10 years of his career with since being traded back in 2020. And if you remember, it was a pretty ugly split. He got benched. He started putting tweets out there saying he was selling his house. He was, uh, <laughs> he was getting in sideline spats with coaches. This guy is second all time in sacks and Bengals history. I think he is going to be highly motivated for this game. And for a guy who's got, I think, four sacks on the season, second on the team, I'm going to say I'd say one and a half sacks for Carlos Let's Dunlap. let the Chiefs are fifth in the league in sacks. Joe Burrow's fourth in the league in most sacks. So this seems like a perfect storm for this Chiefs pass rush to get after the quarterback. And who better to do it than a guy who knows Cincinnati very well? So Carlos Dunlap coming up big in his homecoming. Chiefs win.
0: You pick the same score as the AFC Championship game, but reverse Ooh. the time.
1: <laughs> hey, no overtime this time, all right?
0: No OT, please.
1: Yeah.
0: I forgot to pick a player. Um... I guess, do I say Trent McDuffie?
1: That's a good one. I mean, if he's the player of the game, then people are going to be very excited about his future in Kansas City. I'll tell you that much.
0: Player of the game. I always go offense.
1: Well, then that's good. You're switching it up.
0: Do I say Kelsey? I I said him for Chargers. No, I
1: like Trent Pacheco last week. No, stick with your gut. Your gut said Trent McDuffie. I say go with it.
0: Okay, we'll go. McDuffie on defense, Kelsey on offense. How about that?
1: There you go. Love it.
0: Boom. All right. Well, we are all anxiously awaiting to see what will happen on Saturday. That's going to do it for us here on It's Always Game Day in Kansas City. He is Nick Schwartz. I'm Kayla Canaram. Hope you all have a great weekend. As always, don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review wherever you get your podcast. And we will be back with you all on Monday.